0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Music Podcast Deluxe. Featuring Don't Believe the Hype. And we're about to blow your f***ing minds. Whoa,
1: whoa, Muck. Let's lay it back a bit. Thanks, Dre. What would I be without you? Representing Montreal, Canada, we're coming to you straight from the DBTH sound room. Damn, that sounds tight. But you know we're sitting on the couch, right? So join us every episode where we're going to be talking about concerts, records, experiences, and everything in between. Stay
0: a while, and let's make some time for music. What's up, everybody? This is episode number 11 of the Music Podcast Deluxe, and we had some issues. Yeah, we
1: had uh, some technical problems with the original intro, so we're re-recording this with Muck's
0: laptop mic. Just real quick, style to get this done, tell you what we need to tell you, which is... Some pretty awesome stuff this episode. Yeah, we got another edition of the
1: Montreal Music Scene Supreme. We're going to be talking about two Montreal acts, Mountain Dust, and the first MC that we feature, Mila Time.
0: On the second half of the episode, we go on location. We are heading over to our good friend Steve's um to talk a little bit about his music collection yeah he's kind of like the silent member of uh, don't believe the hype yeah all the weird shit you see him
1: post at night is
0: is usually from him
1: we're flipping the episode on his head We're, we're taking this from the listener's perspective from the collector's perspective and steve out of everybody i know he's got such a nice collection of jazz so we figure let's talk jazz
0: before we get into that as always we got a little bit of news right so uh Couple days ago yeah, uh, Thursday, Friday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday evening this week. We uh we got uh wait, what? We're talking about the same news? You're talking about Rockfest? Talking about Rockfest. The Rockfest schedule is up. Yeah, yeah
1: Wednesday night it came out. Wednesday evening.
0: And uh I mean I, I gotta say I'm uh I'm really liking the schedule, man. I don't think we've got any major conflicts this year. I can
1: I can honestly say it's probably the best festival schedule. That I've had in I, all my years going to concerts, like there is not one act that I need to like sacrifice to see another. Or
0: hustle. I mean, we're, we got to get there at what, like four o'clock?
1: Four o'clock, nice and easy in the afternoon. We can very comfortably go from
0: stage to stage. We're, we're, we're in good shape. I think I'm going to have one possible conflict. I know Olga wants to see, uh, Bob, Marley, Bob Marley Yeah. So I mean, that might, that might, uh, chip out AFI, but I don't really mind. I'd rather go see the Bob Marley experience. Could be cool. Could be yeah. really cool
1: because it's going to be on one of the smaller stages. You're going to get nice and up close. You're going to see.
0: And plus, I mean, we got those VIP seats, right? So I'm I don't sure know what. That that, yeah, I don't know what to expect. First really time,
1: cool. another first time, but uh, we're looking forward to Saint Jean weekend. That's for sure.
0: And then, of course, we we have to uh, touch on the very sad news. Chris Cornell passed away this week.
1: Actually, he was buried uh, just yesterday.
0: Huge funeral.
1: Yeah, it's the kind. It's kind of like the first time where I was. Legitimately saddened by an an artist passing away, I think it, I just keep thinking about that Audio Slave concert we went to. We were right up close and personal. He was performing right in front of us. It blew my mind, and just thinking that he passed away and the, there's the pills and the suicides. The, the, there's, there's, there's yeah,
0: there's a lot happening, and I think you know.
1: I was affected, man. I I, I put on Soundgarden. And I listened to Audio Slave. Oh, uh, right away. I, I had Audio Slave had running
0: on the vinyl, and uh, I mean, even Danny reached out. He's like, "Hey, we got to throw that vinyl on. Just yeah, go and listen. that's it. So tribute. I mean, pay our pair respects to the music.
1: That's how we do. That's how we do. You picked up a new record, eh? Yeah, it's not out yet, but uh, oh, you F- haven't
0: received it yet. No, Five Horse Johnson released or is releasing in kind of little bits their newest album called Jake Leg Boogie. So uh, I pre-ordered it. Uh, there was only like 500 pressed, mm-hmm. so uh, I haven't really listened too much to the album. It's limited. I uh, yeah, I listened Is it to the a Pretty first, Color, uh, solid gold. Apparently, oh, so, uh, Fancy be it. that'll be boy. fun to get and give a little spin, and then I can say I got three other albums. Awesome! It's always fun getting stuff stuff in the mail. Oh
1: yeah, I yeah, get a brand new record.
0: We're going to kick off the Montreal music scene episode with a, of course, local Montreal act. Mountain Dust.
1: They got a full-length album called Nine Years Out. It's got this heavy kind of psychedelic blues stoner rock vibe. I would compare it maybe to
0: All Them Witches a little bit. Yeah, it, it definitely borrows from uh, from the kind of the metal background, but the uh, the album's not really metal. It's it's.
1: I know that some of the band members have a, a heavy metal background. I feel it comes it comes through in the music. You know, it's got that. Heavy yeah, it it, it it does definitely have a classic kind of more more Black Sabbath feel than a Led Zeppelin feel. You know that, that the heavy metal's in there.
0: That's fair, and you know uh, they they're out of Freak Shop as well. They recorded there. Yeah, man, dude, these days Freak Shop is pumping them out, eh?
1: I don't know what's going on, but they're uh, they're on fire lately. They yeah. are one of, they are one of these bands that have kind of evaded us. We missed out on their vinyl launch. couldn't make it. Then there was another show I tried to get to, didn't work out. I hate it when that happens. But they're on our fucking list.
0: But uh, we better hurry up. I think they're heading over to Europe soon for a tour, right? I
1: had read something about them getting signed to a label in Germany. I don't know any of the details of that, but yeah, there's a potential European uh, European presence
0: gotta get it while it's uh get it while it's hot
1: yeah we're gonna go ahead and play evil deeds from their nine years album if you go on their facebook page they got uh, a, a music video for this too
2: baby Nothing stopping you
1: Is an MC goes by the name of Mila Time. I heard of that before. You show me some of his music, right? He's got an EP out called "Eternally the Student." It's got some really cool tracks. He's all about meaning. He's for him, rapping is kind of like you got to rap for a cause. He has he has a message to, to send out. You yeah. know, I came into contact with this guy, the Cipher. Thursday night at, uh, Barre Vinyl. That's
0: right. He's a, you he's a regular MC, right? Or he's, he's been MCing for a while with them.
1: He comes up with urban science often enough. Yeah.
0: That one time we went, he wasn't there, but That's right. the, the last
1: two times I've been there, I was just there last night. He lays it down, man. This guy is tight. And on the freestyle, he's so clever. Like the metaphors are in there. He doesn't just rap tight. The, the, the lyrics are, are solid and he, he gets the party started, man. There's something about this guy I, I really enjoy. We're going to play you guys a track off his EP called Talk About It. You sure that's the one we want to play? Yeah, I like that track.
0: No, that's fine.
1: Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play that one, man. Talk
3: About It. Another time. Don't talk about it. Just be about it. Just be about it. Know what I'm saying, man? Don't talk about it. Just be about it. Just be about it. Don't talk about it, just be about it, just be about it Took a break and now I'm back, without a spine but I got my back From the break all the way to the hip bone, but my heart wasn't there, it was gone And I couldn't even rap, too many bees in the trap And I couldn't take it, cause I felt if I said the truth Then I could never ever make it Wouldn't talk about chains and whips. cause we used to be chained to whip 21st century, slaves to the industry And that's deep rooted. open your eyes and you can see through it Every surprise of the your lives. You ain't about your chain. Please say your goodbyes. No time to sympathize, but recognize they got us at the bottom, but we still gon' rise. Replacing the lies, what well, questions are wise, so we can have knowledge. Just suffer, go wise. Ain't no surprise when my loyalty lies. I do it for the people. Children are wise. Replacing the lies, what well, questions are wise, so we can have knowledge. Just suffer, go wise. If I express myself, they'll never put me on the shelf Anytime my orders want to break that norm Put you in a box with a uniform Give them J's, get a fit get them anything they want And we stay being ignorant, so I'd rather be free, free To lose all of my dignity Double trying to stop my abilities Send me second question, guess, and opportunities Tricks in my mind, they playing games All I run about in the side my brain just trying to maintain friends for back banging up with being the same do my own thing and win it so low and if to put the whole game in the show code so cold but the probably not could be like everyone but I love with the gap individual but still part of the group gotta speak the truth give it back to the youth.
0: so I feel like this kind of leads perfectly into our uh our next segment. Yeah, how better to go into a jazz segment than an
1: MC with jazz influence? Of course. Look, thing with jazz, we got Steve here. All right, I don't know. Out of the three of us, he's probably the uh, the lead expert here in the house. Well, oh, I
0: I know fuck all about jazz.
1: But for, yeah, but the, for the large majority, it kind of we're 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 all feeling it out. Jazz is kind of this really broad genre that you can just spend years studying. And, you know, we're, we're getting there, you know, slowly but surely. We're, we're picking up new records, and we're getting inspired, and we're getting deep into it, but we're not going to pretend like we're experts. So we're going to spend a lot of time talking about preferences and just kind of briefly going
0: over a little bit of history. And don't get me wrong. I mean, when I listen to this stuff with you guys, it's fucking really awesome. But at the same time, like, I don't know it as, as well as you guys do. Yeah. So it's kind of like new discoveries every time I listen to it. That and but that,
1: That's what's fun. And there's a lot of improv involved. Look, let's just briefly get into it jazz as far as i'm concerned has its roots in louisiana in the 1920s and 30s that's kind of where this all started there was uh latin influence and there was, it was a port city so there was a lot of people coming through and there was all kinds of influences kind of mishmashing together and what happened was big band happened. yeah big band happened and that kind of allowed musicians to talk, to start improvising and you had many genres steve help me out bebop Big, what other
4: swing It was originally swing kind yeah, of came out of a swing with cabaret stuff you know the clarinet uh, kind of what you would have in uh, the Star Wars movie when they when they go in that bar. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly and, uh, the cantina music <laughs> and it evolved into as far as I know you know basically uh, the swing with the big band. And
1: then you, you and then from there you kinda of get into the fifties and sixties where they'll break out and start doing trio and quartet stuff. And that's
4: pretty much what we're gonna throw on right now. Yeah, I think artists started finding their, their own groove and they started standing out in an orchestra and they started, you know, getting together with three, four or five other guys that kind of all have a similar vision to what they want to create.
1: Yeah. And then and, at the same time it's kind of swapping back and forth from yeah. projects and acts and uh, yeah, like they could still it's a big be, pool of
4: musicians. They could still be ongoing in the big band stuff, and then they had their little quartet thing on the side, playing jazz clubs in New York, like the Village Vanguard and places like that.
1: Okay, so look, we're gonna throw some of that shit on. We're gonna feel it, and we're gonna come back and talk to you guys a little about fifties and sixties jazz. <laughs> what the, uh that was uh, that was some jazz right there we got the, we got some jazz happening it's
4: from this what the compilation uh this is a canadian only compilation from the riverside label which is a long-standing to this day uh, jazz label they've had a number of artists uh, just on this one alone you have herbie Mann on flute uh, bill evans he plays piano west montgomery on guitar uh, there's Thelonious monk charlie bird and a ton of other guys i could name art blakey on drums, you it, know. it would it would be it would be a good place for somebody to start to get a taste of the '60s. I think. I think so. I mean, if you can find this one, I, I got lucky when I came across it. You can you know you can pick up anything like that. Okay, so that's
1: that's some of the musicians that emerged out of the '60s. Who else is important to look into if you're starting out? You want to get your feet wet with jazz. You got to talk about Miles Davis, kind of yeah. blue,
4: best-selling jazz album of all time. 1959, I believe. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, to this day, you can go into any music store that sells vinyl. You'll find it right away. You'll see it. Everybody Reissues. It and, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's, it's never been out of pressing, out of print. It's always been constantly remade, remade. You know, it's like the Led Zeppelin 1 of jazz. Uh, Dave Rubeck. You, Dave Rubeck. Oh, my oh
1: Check it out. You just go right to the stash, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. right? We there. we don't got Google here. We go straight to the record <laughs> stack. You want to yeah, Dave Rubick
4: uh, Quartet, it might have had some variations in the band. It could have been a quintet at some point. But uh, that's another jazz standard kind of artist uh, that you can get into. You've probably heard a track, Take 5, on any number of commercials if you listen to radio they use it as an intro outro a segue to another uh, topic cool it's very common very recognizable okay you know what we're gonna give the listeners a little bit of both
1: those artists and we'll get back
0: It's like a little bit of a like a little bit of a lag to start, but that's
1: okay. Maybe the, maybe the laptop knows and the mic knows that we're we're not
0: at your house, man. It's like possessed and shit. Yeah. It's having a little bit of a hard time adjusting. That's okay. It's, it's gonna have to deal with it. I mean it's uh, we brought it around a few places now, so. Okay, so we just heard a little bit of Miles Davis, kinda of blue. And Brubeck.
1: And Brubeck. For me. Kind of Blue is one of those just super accessible albums. It was a it, 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 it that's where I'm at in jazz now. Somebody that's like a jazz pro would probably make fun of me for spinning something yeah, as like mainstream, mainstream, you know. Jazz, yeah. Like we just played Britney Spears of jazz, right? Yeah. Now, you know. <laughs> but you know, it it's a masterpiece, you know. Like you like you were saying before there's, there's a whole bunch of like A-list
4: musicians on the record, right? Yeah. What do we got? Oh, see, again, we're going to go to the record stack. Oh, no, it's it's kind of a, like almost a jazz supergroup. It's not like they were united long term. It's just, you know, they always uh, get together a couple of guys for an album. And on this one, there happened to be John Coltrane Evans on piano. And you'll have throughout each song and then throughout the course of the whole album, like recurring kind of baseline themes that almost make it like a, a theme album. But you have your periods where everybody's playing together. You have your, your Miles Davis come out to shine. And then you have Coltrane coming out to shine. You have your, the piano on Bill Evans coming out. And Cannonball Adderley is on there as well. And they all just have their own kind of part where everybody plays along. And they have their like solo, basically. They managed to put you in the vibe, man. Like We, we, we
1: actually just spun that and just listened to it right before having this talk. So we're, we're fresh here. and it, it, it puts you in, in the zone. Every time there's the band comes in and everything gets brighter and lightens up, you you, you, fe- you feel it all at once. I mean, it sounds extra good coming out of your speakers. It's always a pleasure coming over here.
4: What about Brubeck? Brubeck, uh, it's another kind of jazz standard that you can get your foot in the door with. The latest Mark Knopfler album, there's one track. It's kind of a pub folk album. And uh, there's one track where they kind of just... Feed in with that same bass line that da da and it, it just goes along into a a completely different track. But it's been sampled. It's been used. You'll have it on radio, just like Miles Davis. You'll have it.
1: What, what Yeah, anywhere, and, you know? yeah. And what, what's cool about the, the the jazz musicians of this era is that they're kind of just forever influencing music mm. <laughs> till 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 today. And I mean, we'll we'll get into a little bit of hip hop. But before we get to that point, we're gonna touch a little bit of the seventies. Now, the 70s is one of those jazz eras that's maybe a little bit less accessible to me because I'm a novice at this, but there still are some really great albums. So we're going to play a little bit of Chuck Mangione, Feels So Good, Feels so which good, was yeah. like,
4: probably like one of the biggest jazz uh, albums coming out of the 70s. And in the audio circles, it was a standard used in uh, in stores to demo equipment to, to cool. sell a lot of speakers. It was a very high quality recording as well.
1: And are we going to get to any uh, Steely Dan? We wanted to we wanted to show a little bit about how in. jazz influenced rock music and about how it inspired music in the years to come. Talking seventies, talking seventies jazz. Are we good? Mm-hmm. The I levels so. are good? I think so. Perfect. Well, yeah. So we just heard a little bit of Chuck Mangione. That was the first track uh that we led into. Feels so good. Name it the title track of the album too. This was huge. Number four on the Billboard charts. It was unique. Also, it's an instrumental album and he managed to make his way into pop culture.
4: He was on King of the Hill, no as a recurring he played himself on King of the Hill, I think. Yeah, he voiced himself on King of the Hill. Um throughout the seasons you'll see him here and there he was the uh, spokesperson slash mascot of their kind of walmart equivalent in the show megalomart which is you know a giant supermarket buy anything there kind of thing yeah and uh it's kind of funny like i only found out about it later on once i knew who he was as a musician and then i i backtrack and like oh yeah i remember that from king of the hill and he
1: i wasn't like a huge king of the of hill himself. king of the hill fan but i remember watching reruns and him showing up every once in a while yeah and i wouldn't i wouldn't know who he was really that that's that that right there is a perfect example of how he it, it, it's a rare case of a 70s jazz musician making his way into a very popular animated series it's unique in that way mm-hmm. So the 70s had a way of taking jazz into new places and using it differently. Steely Dan, the second song we played. Yeah. What was that
4: called? Um, Home at Last. And I mean that shuffle, that drum part on that song, that, that has a name too, right? What yeah, were uh, Bernard Purdy is uh, the drummer. He he plays Session on a few tracks on, uh, on that album, Steely Dan Asia. And uh, it's called the Purdy Shuffle. It's kind of a a beat that he coined or made most popular. Like he refined it and kind of made it his thing. He's well known for that. Uh, He's also rumored to have been a session drummer to clean up a couple of the edges on uh, certain Beatle recordings. Cool. Steely Dan. We've had many Steely Dan nights here.
1: It's, It's obvious the jazz inspiration. Not just the drummer, but you'll hear these sax solos that... Will make you think of Coltrane, you know. They'll, they'll, it, it'll make you think of the classics, you know. They, they, it's, it's obviously there in the music, and I mean uh, that shuffle. It, it's funny you put on a Sarah McLaughlin record where you caught that shuffle, that drum part in a, a, a completely different genre of music. Hmm. I I couldn't help but feel that it had that hip hop vibe. Like I could picture Love like grooving out to that. I could picture an MC rapping over it. You know, we should just go, we should talk hip-hop. We should just do that right now. Steve, you want to drop the needle on that Blue Note? Sure. We have a Blue Note compilation album where different producers have taken samples of uh, jazz tracks and put an instrumental album together. We're going to play it first time. This We're trying this. We're going to have the recording. Muck is giving me eyes like I'm, this. I'm not responsible
0: not. for what about, what's about to happen. We're
1: going to play the recording while we talk over it and see how that works. First time in the Music Podcast Deluxe we're doing this. Jazz inspiration. I think this is good. We're going to turn it up right at the end. Jazz inspiration and hip hop. I feel today... It is going mainstream you hear Kendrick coming out with new albums Kendrick Lamar and the, the the jazz feel is there in the drum beats they'll they'll use instrumentals like trumpets and saxophones actually we're talking Elmatic go back to the 90s it um
4: Nas got his dad to play some of the trumpet. He was Nas's father was a jazz musician. Yeah, he's still he's still around doing uh, some work. Jazz trumpet player, jazz trumpetist, and uh, he's featured a bit here and there, but most heavily on one tr- one of the tracks on uh, Ilmatic. But you hear on on that album from Nas, his whole influence. You hear a lot of that. Uh, you got a bit of the soul there, but you ha- you have the clear jazz influence. Uh, a lot of the horn. The, the drum beats themselves that they use are very like standard drum beats. It, it's, it's cool
1: coming from a an artist from New York because jazz history is so rich in New York for him to like incorporate that in his samples and to, it makes a lot of sense. Mm. And I mean, it shows the progression of black music too for how it went from jazz
4: to hip hop as well. exactly where they get all their influence. Like, he was born and raised, obviously he has the influence direct from his father, and whether knowingly or not, ended up using it in his music that became one of the greatest, you know, benchmarks of jazz albums. Jazz rap in in everything that we know in the mainstream and hit levels that were never really hit before with hip-hop, you know?
1: You know, you can, draw, you can draw a parallel between jazz and hip-hop in another way, too. And I find it's in the way that MCs will collaborate with each other. They kind of form a community around the record label just like the jazz artists did back in the 60s. Yeah, You know, you have your Death Row and your, uh, your Bad Boy and you see rappers come together and kind of be featured on each other's tracks just the way jazz musicians kind of
0: jump from one project to the other. It's that too rings. But why know? not? It's so fun too and it becomes like a little... Side, pro- side project after side project, right? And you can yeah, get there's,
4: to... there's never anything like an official set of members of anything. It's just like this project has this amount of people on it and this other project can have completely different artists on it.
1: Yeah, it, and, and that kind of thinking can take you in directions you would normally never, never get to. That's what makes it so fun and unique. I, I'm, I'm happy to see jazz coming through in hip-hop. Even, like I was saying, Kendrick, there's... Anderson Pack has a lot of funk and jazz elements to his to his new album Malibu. I've I've been playing that over and over. I can't wait to see what it what will happen in the future. We were talking about ordering that Madlib record.
2: Yep.
4: He's coming together with Blue Note through whatever archives that uh, that he ha- he would have access to from Blue Note, and no it's all authorized, so it's going to be a good quality production. And he's going to cut and he's going to sample and he's going to throw it all together. It's going to make it really unique hip-hop experience. Similar to this album that has, you know, all the different DJs contributing, but it'll only be Mad Lib. We'll see where
1: it goes. But as far as the music podcast deluxe is concerned for this episode, we're going to turn up those hip-hop jams and close it out. Give us a sec, Steve. Muck, where can they find us?
0: Uh, let me just turn the mic here. I mean, spin it, uh, spin it dude. Uh, no, this is fine. You good? Uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook at the DBTH guys. And uh, if you want to send us an email, shoot us some messages, talk to us about anything you, uh, you may be listening to that may be influencing you, uh, send us an email at thedbthguys at gmail.com and we'll write you back. Most importantly, remember everybody, make, make
1: some, some time. time for music. It's fucking important.